Welcome everyone to the show here. It is Saturday, February 19th, All-Star Weekend here. Tony and Mad Max, we are live. We'll be discussing some things, Nets, probably the Knicks, and we'll just go from there. I know you want to do a quick 30-minute show. I mean, what do you want to yeah. start out with? Well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like we got to bunch it all in, man, in this, <laughs> in this allotted time slot that we've got because we have a show coming up after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but... um. No, man, but um, it doesn't really have to be basketball to start out with. But, you know, we have a we, we now have a, a, a Super Bowl champion. Um, the football season is over. The L.A. Rams. That's right. Congratulations <laughs> on building probably what is the closest thing to a super team in the NFL. It's it, there are no like real super teams in football. But when you look at the Rams roster and how it was built, that's a spread. That's a freaking super team. I mean, come on, come on, man. You have really? animosity as someone who does root for the Giants as well. When you saw Odell Beckham catch that touchdown, play well in the Super Bowl, no. and finally get a, win- a ring. Never. I knew that Odell was never going to work out here. Um, he was just put in the right situation. I was always an, an Odell fan. You know, I, I was happy for him that he won that he won a title. It sucked that he got hurt and he couldn't finish out the game. Because if if it's a torn ACL, that's you know that doesn't bode well for his for his season next year. But he's got that ring. Um, the Rams, Stan Kroenke, the his whole his whole group over there in LA. You know they really built an exceptional roster. From, you know, not just, you know, your your big trade of Matthew Stafford getting rid of Jared, Jared Goff, sending him over to, to Detroit, bringing in Matthew Stafford. But you've got pretty much the non-quarterback MVP in Cooper Cup. You bring in Odell Beckham. You have all these offensive weapons. You have a pretty damn good offensive line. Not only do you have probably the best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald, but in the trade deadline, you bring in Von Miller, another Hall of Fame defensive player, just to round it all up. Oh, and by the way, Jalen Ramsey, who did not play well in the Super Bowl, by the way, but he is still a great quarterback. He is the one leading your secondary. You know, I really, I, I don't think it's fair to call out super teams in a really hard cap sport. But you got to admit, dude, the Rams built pretty much a stellar roster that not many teams have the ability to build from the way that the Rams did. Now, I know that the Rams, per se, didn't really play like a super team. They, were, they weren't the number one seed. They No, and they were know, down in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, they were down. Um, it looked like things were going to unravel and, like, what was it? What was it the third quarter or the something like quarter. that? Where Matthew where, Stafford like, threw an interception, and that was and that was after um, Joe Burrow threw threw that touchdown to um to um T Higgins, that's you know, right. to uh, get them back into the game. I think I think that's what got them the lead, and I was like, oh boy, this is it. This is how it ends for <laughs> LA. But they come back strong. Joe Burrow got sacked seven times. Well, we know seven what times. they're going to do in free agency in the draft. Address that line. I'm telling you, dude, that the Super Bowl proved that the offensive line is the next is the next priority behind behind quarterback. It just is. 
pass rush, offensive weapons, defensive backs, it all takes a it all takes a a you know moonwalk back to from from the offensive line. You can't have your quarterback get sacked seven times. No. And the amount of times that that, that he was pressured, forget it. Forget it. We know what the Jets are going to have to do this offseason. I remember I texted you about it because I'm still reading all these mock drafts and there's no clear path to, to say what the Jets are going to do in the offseason. They need everything pretty much, but I think offensive line is is the number one option to go here in the draft. They need a center. They need to really sort of see people say emulate Cincinnati. Okay. That's a start. You want to be like Cincinnati, a team that went to the Super Bowl that has a pretty good core of, of receivers and, you know, has a pretty good defense, but their offensive line is crap. So you got to solve the offensive line. You want to be like, you want to be like the Rams. You want to be like the Chiefs. You know, you want to be like these teams like that actually protect their, their quarterback here. Yeah. And I'm telling you, dude, I don't know about this Jet team in in the next two to three years. I, I don't know how Zach Wilson is going to contend when you've got Josh Allen and Mac Jones in your division. And if this if Mike McDaniel can develop Tua in Miami, it, that's that's even more trouble. Because I don't know what like this GM's like leash is i know that his deal is for six years and he's been here for what's this is he was is this is this his fourth year yeah something like that you remember you remember when he was hired right was that 2018 yeah i think that was yeah then that six-year contract so i think that time is time is running out for for douglas here I know that we seems we have we have fully we have fully moved on into Jet Talk. Congrats to to the Rams Super Bowl champions. Congratulations, Ron. Ron to the Jets now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much longer Joe Douglas is going to be here. I don't know. You know how I, I feel about Douglas. I feel as though he has no integrity to do anything for this team. He said that he's going to make some trades this offseason. I wonder for who, because you know what. I'm reading that Robbie Anderson wants to come back to play for the Jets. After all that smacky talks, now he wants to come back. And you know what? I'm not paying all that money for him to come back. He's not a number one wide receiver. Give me a break. He's not. He's not number one. We need a number one receiver. We need a healthy Odell Beckham. That's a number one receiver. Or a healthy, well, he's always healthy, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, a number one wide receiver. Just just go out there and spend on Adams. But then you're talking about putting putting a big a big part of your of your cap space into one receiver when you said earlier that they have a ton of a a ton of other holes yeah now i think in the draft they're going to address the offensive line it's say okay let's break it down from here because in the draft do you think they should go one offense one defense or do you think they should help just help zach wilson because as much as i know the defense has so many holes and they should probably go out and get Thibodeau from Oregon and get Kyle Hamilton, the safety who I, I changed my mind on because everyone was like, Oh, Jamal Adams, he was a safety and all this, but the jets need a safety, especially if Marcus may is gone. So why don't you go get Kyle Hamilton? But at the same time, it's like, you got to help Zach Wilson. First off, I think priority. I think that your first goal in, in the draft 
is hoping that Evan Neal drops to you at four. Are they at four or five? They're four. They're at four. Evan Neal, the great, the great offensive offensive lineman from from Alabama. He's a he is a monster, dude. He is. That's who I would pounce on first. Then your second first round pick. Try to find try to find the best pass rusher. I mean, I know it's the best pass rusher. Will probably will be there, dude. It's still top ten. Pass rush. I think well, no, they're gonna. They're speed. saying Aiden Hutchinson and, and Kevon Thibodeau are gonna be gone within the first two picks. So the, the the top two pass rushers are gone there. So do you go? You get the best safety, or do you get the best corner? Which is Kyle Hamilton. Then you got Stingley Jr. out of LSU, who's the corner. I go for the best corner. Kyle Hamilton's I, a safety. Go for the best corner. Safeties are a very interesting case, you know. I think it's all about the type of the type of defense that you're looking to play. You know, you want to have somebody like a Jalen Ramsey just be glued to a top receiver. That's what you want. You know, you want, you know, you want the the, the second coming of of a young Darrell Revis. And and if you can hit on that in one of your first two. Um, um, first round picks, you know, you'll take it. Those are big steps because exactly. you'll because because you'll fill a hole in the offensive line and you'll you'll shore up the defense a little bit here. And don't forget, dude, you're getting you're getting uh, what's his name, Carl Lawson, Carl Lawson, back. Carl Lawson back now. Those lower leg injuries, then it, it, it was it was a knee injury, right? Yeah, towards ACL. Yeah, mm-hmm. those ACL injuries. We'll have to we'll have to see how he comes back from that those are those are rough injuries to come back from but i think that with joe douglas you're gonna have we're gonna have to put our hope in the draft because unless he gets really creative and proves us wrong with free agency i've got no confidence whatsoever no i don't either i agree with you and you know what what has he done in the past few years of free agency that proves that he's going to do anything different in this free agency you know i'm so sick of it between the jets and the knicks I'm sick of my teams. I just want to take a break, a mental break from my teams because they just wear me down so much. But let's go. We got free agency coming around March 16th. Pull some trades here. Make some big free agent signings. And you know what? This way, so we don't have to address something, address too many things in the draft. And we have veterans. Ideally, as much as I love Garrett Wilson, if you're going to draft a wide receiver, you have to go with Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. It's obvious. None of these other receivers. I mean, Drake London, give me a break out of USC. This guy please your bias against against usc is unreal yeah dude. i mean I, I come just, on i i, I can't USC, after donald dude usc Sanchez. is a usc is a premier college football program they bring out so much talent they breed talent they know what they're doing over there mark sanchez was drafted like mark sanchez was was drafted o- over 10 years ago we, was. And I know that that it, all, that it stems from Sanchez and it was and, and it was reinforced with Darnold. But you, you got to still understand the reputation here. USC is a Pac-12 powerhouse. They know what they're doing. If they've got a standout player at a certain position that you need, you got to pounce. Who cares about the school? That's why I never got like, oh, like don't, don't, like don't draft players from, from, uh, from Bama. Why, why? 
because they're because they're because they're overhyped. They're not overhyped. No, I think they they say that is because the only reason why they say that is because of the whole Nick Saban thing. Everyone thinks that Nick Saban uses his players down to nothing. I mean, that's he burns them out. That's up to that's 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 up to interpretation. Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach to ever live. He's you know a perennial winner. He puts that winning drive into his players. When I think of good Alabama players, you'll think of Joe Namath. You'll think of Eddie Lacy. Ken Stabler. Ken Stabler. And recently, you'll think of Mac Jones. You know, like... You got to trust the program sometimes, man. Like people just like allow like these, like these, like these media talking points to get into their heads. Oh, don't draft from Bama because of Saban. Like, like, what do you mean, dude? Talent is talent. Talent is talent. So I think that with the Jets off season, dude, it's going to be just trust, just trust the draft. <clears throat> or we may be surprised at free agency or or trades, you know. Douglas is on Douglas is on high watch right now because yes. that because that's because that's six year contract. We are on the second half of it. When you're on the second half of a long contract, that's when we really start to look at you. You're exactly right. Phase has been over for a while. Yeah. Well, I've been saying that since last year and no one wanted to believe me (laughs) dude yeah dude listen gase is gone his whole coaching staff is gone robert sala is going is going into year two zach wilson going into year two these rookies had a year to develop let's freaking go let's go you got the bills in your division who are who are probably going to be winning that division for the next 10 years you got the patriots who are going to be you know competitive They'll be, you know, wild card contenders for a while, at least until Bill Belichick retires. And then, you know, they'll bring somebody else up to coach because um, McDaniels left. And they'll, they'll still be around as long as they got Mac Jones performing the, performing the way he did this season, they will be around. Yeah. And the Dolphins can't be bad forever. See, it's all about, it's all about divisional opponents, dude. I don't give a damn about the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care about the Denver Broncos. I don't care about the Titans. I don't care about the, I don't care about the Bengals. You play your opponents two times a year. That's six games. That's six games right there. You got to win. You got to win as, as many of those games as, as you can. You're exactly right. Because tiebreakers are a bitch. You want to have yourselves be in a perfect position at the at the end of the year where you're not looking for for for, for teams to lose. No. For you, because the no. Jets have been there many times. Yeah. Go look at go look at 08 with, with, with Brett Favre. They needed teams to lose. All these different go look at 2002. They needed they they needed two teams to lose in that final game, and you know and it worked out in their favor. They won they won the AFC East that year with with um uh, with um uh, Pennington, but you you can't be in that position anymore. No, that's not what that's not what winning teams do. 
And I can say the exact same thing about the Giants, too. It's all about, you know, the Eagles, Cowboys, and Commanders. That's right. Can you beat them? Now, I think that the Giants have, have an easier path because the Eagles are still on the up and up. They're not quite there yet. And the Commanders are garbage. And the Cowboys, you know, they'll win, they'll win a lot of regular season games, dude. But they'll just they'll, – they'll, they'll always crap the bed in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how much longer that, that, that structure in Dallas is going to hold with Mike McCarthy and Dak and Zeke. I don't know how much longer it's going to hold. No. I, I'm reading that the Jets could trade for Amari Cooper. I was reading that online. I don't know how true that will be, but – I would take a lot, like a lot. Are you willing to give up the amount of assets that you have for Amari Cooper? No. It would certainly put a big boost in your offense. That's a, that is a star right there. A star. Do you think he's better than Devontae Adams, though? Mm. That's tough. It is tough. If to be honest, dude, if I if, if I were to pick a a receiver to get, I would probably pick Devontae. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm Just, not yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. But but Devontae, but Devontae w- w- would just cost money. It's all about what you're willing to give up. I'd rather now give up Jets, money than assets. Hundred percent. And the Jets have how much in cap space? Like sixty eight million. Yeah. Something like that, very good stuff. And and that's not even counting who they're going to cut. No. You know, because there, there's, there's some cuts coming here. Marcus some May is going to be gonna... signed. Imagine that, dude. They were supposed to have a safety tandem for the next 10 years of Jamal Adams and Marcus May, and that just completely blew up over all because money. Of, all because of, yeah, Jamal Adams with his money issues and his mouth. And now he's suffering in Seattle. Good for him. And we got two picks back on that. And Marcus May, similar situation. Money and now this ACL injury. I don't think we're going to be franchise tagging him again. Nah, it's not worth it. No. This, it you're never going to come to an agreement on, on, on a big contract. No. So it's better just, just to cut your losses here and just have your cap space just go up. You're exactly right. And and you know what, man? I thought about it, too, because there's so much talent in this year's draft. Why don't the Jets make a trade with another team? Trade back up in the draft. Late first round or something. Trade back? Yeah. No, trade up, Mm -hmm. I mean. Trade up. Oh, trade up. To say if the Jets say if if they want to trade like their second round picks and then like a player on the team, try to get back in the first round again. That's what they I think that's what they did one of the years. Was it the Mangold year? One of the years that the Jets had three first-round picks. I don't remember that year. Try to, that? Get, try to get Mangold? back. Yeah, the Mangold and Brickishaw Ferguson draft or the draft before that, they drafted three players. Really? They had three picks, yeah. So maybe the Jets should try to find a way to get back in the first If you want to do this whole draft process and build through the draft, there's some valuable talent in this first round. Mm-hmm. I would definitely like I said- I would definitely try to get back in the first round draft if possible, the first round, because you have so many positions that you need to address. Go get, go get a defensive end. You can't get a defensive end. I guess you can address that in free agency, but make sure you get some offensive linemen here. And I think they should go with the center Tyler Linderbaum 
from Iowa. I think they should go with him. There's some positions there. I think they should go with Stingley, the corner. I think they should go with Kyle Hamilton. There's a couple of prospects that I've had my sights on that I think the Jets should definitely move on if they're available. The Jets are definitely in a very good position being where they are in the draft, man. Two top 10 picks. There's so many different avenues that they can go. And Joe Douglas is just, this is, this is, this is his moment right here. Joe had to do what he had to do last draft, get a quarterback. And now it's time to get the players to build the, to build the structure. And like I said, dude, time is running out. Time's running out. And this is a, this is going to be a big year for, for, um, uh, for, um, Salah too. Oh, it is year two because you know what happens with Jets coaches. You don't get it done in two years. You're out. Look at Gage. See ya. Now that trend needs needs to really stop. <laughs> like we we can't keep cutting we can't keep cutting people after two years, man. These I'll guys. Find... What's that? I, th- I think my good friend Tom Thibodeau is going to be our, the Knicks fans. You know the, the the Knicks fans love our great friend Thibodeau. I think he's going to be gone after year two, possibly since. Worldwide West is pointing fingers, saying mm-hmm. that he's the reason. If that's well, since you're talking, if you're bringing up um, Tom Thibodeau, let's shift our focus over to the Knicks and basketball. Um, yeah, man, it's not it's, it's not good right now. It's not, and what's really crazy is that. This really is what Tom Thibodeau is. There's no, there is no regression. This is, this is status quo. Tom Thibodeau is a veterans coach. He's an old school veterans coach that plays his players in a, in a huge amount of minutes and tire them out into the fourth quarter. That's why you have your minus whatever, minus 89, uh, 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 minus 92, plus minus in, in, um, in, in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Exactly right. The, the, these guys are exhausted. Randall's exhausted. You can see him too. And when they go back to the replays, and when he's just walking up the court, mm-hmm. he has no energy. None. None at all. And it's a shame, too, because you have a really talented guy in Obi Toppin getting eight minutes in his last game against – in the last game against against Brooklyn. Being – and, you know, <clears throat> quickly getting subbed out for Alec Burks. And Thibodeau and, and the Thibodeau after the game says that Burks is a called he called Burks a playmaker. You know he's shooting he's shooting like like forty percent from 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 three. You know he's like this he's he's the right guy to be put in there in that spot. Paraphrasing, but how do you feel when your coach is saying stuff like that about about a player like Alec Burks? <clears throat> Drives me nuts because I think they should be playing the rookies at this point. Cam Reddish. That's a crime. That's literally a basketball crime. You got this talented kid that you traded for 
got rid of got rid of Kevin Knox, who was just a stiff on the bench. And mm-hmm. now you got Cam Reddish, who's actually a player. Let's go. Put him in. Let's develop him. Let's develop this young core. This is why Tom Thibodeau has to go, because you know why? I want to build a long-term winning team with young players. And I thought that's what we were heading. That's, I thought that's the path we were heading on. Now, all of a sudden, let's go get the oldest crop of veterans, Taj Gibson. Let's play him more than all these players combined on the bench. Taj Gibson, I mean, he's just he, – yeah, please – you know, I, I think Tom Thibodeau has to go. Last year, he, he won Coach of the Year. He went from being Coach of the Year last year to being. Well, no, he was he he was Coach of the Year voted on by his by players. Monty Williams of the Suns was Coach of the Year. Good You're old right Monty about that. Williams. You're right yeah. about that. But I mean, it's the but thing he about still Thibodeau. Got credit, but credit was he still got credit for for putting for 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 basically re revitalizing the Knicks last year. But what I would love to ask you is you talk you talk about you talk about the Cam Reddish trade being a crime. What basketball trade was worse for the Knicks? <clears throat> this Reddish trade or the or the <laughs> the the infamous Phil Jackson trade of Felton and Chandler for Calderon and Samuel D'Alembert. Oh, that was horrible. That was one of the worst trades too. And how about J.R. Smith and Iman Chumpert to Cleveland for nothing? Oh no, I'm asking which. What do you think was worse, the Cam trade or the uh, Tyson Chandler trade? I'd probably say the Felton and Tyson Chandler trade because Chandler was the heart of that team. And remember, we can bring it up. I w- we all thought these guys were older than they really were. That Knicks yeah. team had some years left in them. Amari Stoudemire was old. We know that Felton wasn't going to last year. They needed a new point guard. We- we've addressed that. Pablo Prigioni was old kid. So they needed to get three or four players, which was doable. They blew up that whole team when they could have ran it back. They were, they were probably, too old. For, for probably one year, you run it back. If, if you're going to bring back Felton and Prigioni. If you don't bring those guys back and, and you get younger players who, who have great upside and who could actually play, which the Knicks were doing at that time, we're on the right path of getting players and, and things were working out with Mike Woodson. If they did that right and they were following what they had there, we I don't think we'd be in this mess right now. Phil Jackson, and it all starts with that toxic owner, James Dolan just wanting to bring Phil Jackson in here when Phil Jackson didn't even want to come here, forced his hand and you set us back a decade, all these trades that ruined the Knicks ruined them. Phil Jackson lied to Mello, sold them a bad bill of goods. All these horrible coaches we brought in Derek Fisher, Kurt Rambis, Jeff Hornacek, David Fisdale. Absolutely horrible. And now, and now you can throw in another coach on here with the new regime of Leon Rose and Scott Perry with Tom Thibodeau. And what's up with Leon Rose, man? He's never does seen. He like not, does he not want to talk? I guess what's not. What's going on? Because he hasn't done anything. And you know what? I called it with the trade deadline. I said they're not going to do anything. That reddish trade was it. They need to seriously, seriously. And Leon Rose, they really need to make a trade in this offseason. I'm serious. For all the Nick fans out there, we, we get it that there, there's toxic Nick fans out there. You say it all the time as a Nets fan. I get it. But I'm a Knicks fan who's a realist. I want a damn superstar now. I'm not out here chasing a ring right now. I want a team built first. Let's go. If we're going to trade for De'Aaron Fox, 
If we're going to trade for Donovan Mitchell, let's do it. I'm tired of the rumors. I'm tired of the stars that are supposedly going to come here. Pull the damn trigger and let's go. Let's make a freaking trade. Yeah, dude. And Mitchell is is pushing hard to come to, to come to New York. You can see us. You can see it on on his on his Twitter page. But you know when I thought I thought that when they were when they hired Leon Rose that James Dolan was going to take a back seat. Now Leon Rose is taking the back seat, and Dolan's nowhere to be found. I think that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. But I feel like with the way this team is playing now, you're going to see Dolan come back. Oh, you're going to. He's going to be up at the podium. and He's up at the podium. He's going to come on. He's he's going to go on um, the um, uh, Michael K show and not remember who's on his team. <laughs> like He's going to like <laughs> look for the names of players. Like That was... That was a very that was a very in, interesting interview that he did with with with, with Kay. I was like, God, that was that was like what three four years ago now, but maybe maybe even longer than that. But yeah, dude, I thought that the Knicks had had a really nice core, and they do, man. I mean, like, come on, R.J. Barrett is not going to be cut. He's not going to get traded. No, He's and I don't here. want him to be. That that's the person you have to build around, Randall. he's going to get traded and just because he's putting up a show here in in the last half or we're still in the first half after you know we're approaching the last half of the season but the last stretch of games I get it he's been putting up numbers but he completely disappeared the entire season beginning of the season and you know what I'm all for trading him and and getting a real star in here let's go get a real Mm -hmm. star get Donovan Mitchell yeah can we stop with the Dame Lillard rumors for years and actually get it done? Get a real star. They need a point guard and they need a true center. Mitchell Robinson, I'm sorry. Can we stop with the Knicks fan love for Mitchell Robinson? This guy's forget, injured dude, left and right. Go crazy for Mitchell Robinson. I've not heard you once go crazy about 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 Nerlens. No. Get the guy a three year contract, doesn't play. No, I I wasn't for that signing. I get it at the time because they wanted to retain the team from last year and they had success and they overachieved. But at the end of the day, you know what? And I, I thought of it the more I think about it, I'm not for that Derrick Rose contract because the guy's always injured. He's always injured, and he's another one that's just heavily relied upon. And you can't rely, you can't on, rely somebody on Derek at that Rose age. I mean, at this I know stage in the game. I get it. Derrick Rose is not that old. No, he just looks old because he's been around for so long. But at his, like you said, at the stage of his career, he cannot be relied upon like that. No, no. he can't be your number one point guard. Even though that some Nick fans were dying for that, it can't be. It can't happen. You know why? Because then it turns into the Hawks series last year in the playoffs. Can't do it. Can't. And I saw someone on social media say that, you know, he was more ashamed of the trade deadline than he was of last year's offseason. And I agree, because at least the Knicks tried. They saw a glaring hole at point guard, and they they took a chance on Kemba Walker, and it didn't work. It was a valiant attempt, because Kemba Walker has immense talent when he's on. I agree. Fournier is a talented player but he's not what the Knicks needed. He's not worth $80 million contract. No, 
a guy that can't play defense and, and can just go off on a on a on a three point shooting spree like for what like 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 five like five minutes against against only certain teams like the Boston not, that's Celtics. Not million dollars yeah against the Celtics but and then I gotta talk about Brooklyn dude um we'll we'll, we'll end the show with this how about that statement went over the Knicks? I mean, you guys coming back about, down from 28 points and a testament that? to Tom Thibodeau blowing three yeah. three games in the past seven with a lead of over 20 points. Yeah, with yeah, with yeah, with a rookie with rookie Cam Thomas scoring 16 points in the fourth quarter. Oh. He's a really good player, Cam. He still has a little bit to learn, but it, it's. I don't know about Brooklyn this year, dude. I, I I really don't. I mean, I know that KD is out, and he's and, and he's going to come back very soon, like probably sometime next week. Ben Simmons is going to play. Kyrie is going to play. <laughs> Road games, but just like like that, like that that loss against Washington two days ago. Like, are you kidding me? You have a great statement win against the Knicks at the Garden, and then you come back home to face the Wizards, a depleted Wizards team. I know that they, you know, they. I know that I, I know that Kyle Kuzma is playing, but they just dumped off Montrez Harrell. Bradley Beal is done for the year. Is Spencer Dinwiddie got traded to Dallas? I think Kristaps played. I think, but even then, dude, like freaking beat them i get it kd's not there but you, you gotta start racking up wins here because you're gonna be in the play-in and if you're in the play-in it's win or go home and even if you win the play-in you're gonna play a a um a miami a philly a um uh bucks team like you don't want that no i mean if if you're healthy, you could beat anybody. But who's to say that? But who's to say that they are? Who knows, man? It's, un, it's unreal, dude. They gotta really start just racking up wins here. This 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 second half, they gotta go on a string of wins here. But they're playing tough teams. I'm gonna say it like it is, man. Do you think it's Steve Nash? Do you think it's coaching? I think Steve Nash is cooked after this year. I think wherever Steve Nash ends up, do I? I think he's cooked. He's cooked. Should have kept Atkinson. That's who. Now, if the Knicks- no, but here's the thing, dude. The, the the players didn't like Atkinson. Kyrie Irving was not going to play with with Kenny. KD was not with Kenny. Steve Nash was a player's, players coach choice. He was chosen by the players. In today's NBA, the players have to accept the coach. LeBron James couldn't stand David Blatt in Cleveland. Got rid of him. Got rid of him. <clears throat> the players respect Eric Spolstra in Miami. The players respect Budenholzer in Milwaukee. And Budenholzer was close to getting fired last year if Brooklyn actually won that series. Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> players, the players accept the coaches. That's just how it is. Superstar players, I should say, not just any player. Like KD. KD is choosing coaches. LeBron chooses coaches. Giannis, you know, 
hasn't really had a chance to choose a coach in a long time, but it, it's just when you're in that status level, dude, you have so much power, so much power, you know, but I think that Nash is done after this year. Yeah. I, I've been wondering that myself. Had mm-hmm. to bring that to the table today because I, I think a lot of this is coaching. Yeah. And no one speaks about it. Mm-hmm. No one does. No one does. Well, because Brooklyn is so not un- under the spotlight that Nash almost just gets to just flies gets, under the radar. Flies under the way- radar, man. He gets he gets gets away with everything. Thibodeau, I mean, goodness, if Thibodeau like <laughs> if Thibodeau goes to the bathroom, he's gonna be like. <laughs> There's there's gonna be like newspaper writers all over the all over around them. <clears throat> but we shall see. Do the the NFL offseason will be starting up very, very soon. You know, the draft comes up in April. And um, it'll be a very exciting time, man. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And the Jets better make the right moves. And we'll be following this for the weeks to come. We'll be following the draft closely because the Jets will be building through the draft as well as the Giants. So it's an important draft for both teams. Yep. And um, I've got no interest in watching NBA All-Star game. No, neither do I. Even though Obi Toppin is in the dunk contest and is getting more minutes and spotlight at the dunk contest than his own team. Thank you, Tom. Exactly. Toxic Tibbs. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not watching this weekend. Get no. the hell out of here. No. But the second half, we'll see what happens here. We'll see if the Knicks can put up some sort of fight and if Brooklyn can start climbing in these standings here, dude, because th- this is looking bleak. Yeah. It's looking really bleak. Forget so, about the MLB season. It's not looking like it's going to happen. Hmm. Well, 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 spring training is already is already getting canceled throughout like the first half the first half of the month i heard about so, that oh my god i can't even get excited no nope. you're a met fan you're wearing a mets hat <laughs> your whole team revamped team new manager can't even enjoy that can't even enjoy all these all-star players that we brought in and the ones that we are going to continue to bring in before the season even was supposed to start yep Ugh. but all right, man. Let's let's do our socials here. Yeah, man. All right. So my Instagram my Instagram is at t a n o o c h nine six. Once again, at t a n o o c h nine six. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real max t h e r e e l m a x. Again, t h e r e e l m a x. You can check out all of our episodes on this channel right here on youtube sports and hip-hop with dj mad max as well as all the podcasting platforms iHeartRadio, spotify apple music stitcher you follow any podcasting platforms we are on it and we'll be back next week either saturday or sunday around 12 30 p.m or earlier just stay tuned to this youtube channel sports and hip-hop with dj mad max make sure you subscribe and we'll be on here and tony the final words um so thank you guys for tuning in um enjoy the rest of your weekend here um be safe. Wear a mask. Um, get vaccinated, please. Get vaccinated. Get boosted. And enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. So long. So long.